0: And welcome to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, your host Liam Caswell. Join me as we lean in, get curious and take strategic and meaningful action to build our high performance nursing careers. Oh, hello, welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about how you can approach applying for nursing roles, and I wanted to talk about this in a really short episode uh, so that you can get on with it and start applying. But I think a lot of people tend to think that when you are applying for a role, that it's really kind of clear cut, and uh, the job is advertised. Um, you then apply for the role, and you sit and wait. And then you get confirmation or you don't, so on and so forth. And I kind of want to break that down because there's so much work that actually needs to be done in that initial stage, um, pre-putting pen to paper back in the olden days, or, you know, hands to typewriter if you're a little bit older. Um, but looking at this, this before you sit down and compile your CV, you want to make sure that you've done these kind of key things before you move forward. So, my key goal here is to help you save time, okay? Because first and foremost, we know that applying for nursing jobs can take forever. Uh, I recently worked with someone who had an 11 question selection criteria requirement. 11 questions. So, that takes a lot of time to write, finesse, and give them great examples. So, you want to make sure that this job that you're going for is going to hit the spot and that it's the right job for you. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, Jenna, do we really have that luxury? Yes, you do. You have absolute control, believe it or not, as to whether or not you take a job, um, as to whether or not you apply for a job. And a lot of people will just throw their resume out there at like 100 jobs and hope something lands. And I get it. Some people are in a situation whereby um, you might not have got a graduate program. You may not have landed that promotion and you've just moved town or state. So I hear you. It is challenging and you do need to put it out to the masses. Um, however, uh, as long as in that process, you're still true to yourself and you make sure that you are listening to your gut and taking the job that you feel will best suit you. Okay. So what are my top tips? Top tip number one is making sure that when you see a job online, start to do your homework. That might look like doing a bit of a scan online, looking at their website, seeing if you like what they offer, um, reviewing the organization's uh, strategic plan, the vision statement. Usually those documents are um, a couple of pages long, whereby you get a good understanding of what it is that the organization stands for where they're at currently, and where they're going in the future, which is important because you want to work somewhere that's going to invest in you. Okay. Then number two is pulling all of that information together. And I usually say highlight it if you can print it out, highlight it or do it on an iPad, where you can highlight the keywords, really think about is this something that aligns with my personal values. So it really is about getting to know yourself a little bit better. Um, and sitting down with a bit of paper and you know just jot it down what do you want from this role if you're going for a clinical role are you looking for development are you looking for a challenge are you looking for something comfortable because you've got x y z happening in your, your life externally whatever it is that suits you you need to make sure that in the process of applying for the job you are putting yourself in the picture and you're not just um, applying for the sake of applying because usually that doesn't end well. Um, or you stagnate and you get stuck somewhere or you feel stuck. Sorry, you don't get stuck, you feel stuck. So getting to know ourselves is hypercritical in this situation. Then the next step that I would be taking is with armed with that information about what you want for the role... And armed with the information that you have about the organisation and the role. Do you know, have a look on the broader media. So look at newspapers, look at, um, do they have YouTube? Do they have social media? What do they post on there? What are people saying in the comments? Uh, Are there reviews on SEEK? Um, Maybe have a look at LinkedIn. LinkedIn is hugely underutilised in the nursing population. You can um, sign up to LinkedIn for free. Uh, you can have a little snoop at my profile there. Please follow if you do. Um, but you can, have, uh, you can use LinkedIn to do some pre-work and see who works for the organization. See if you like the look of the organization. They usually have their own page. Uh, people can leave reviews there. Um, you can see how many people work there, how many people have been employed from which university. So there's a wealth of information available to you. Um, and it's critical for you to to develop that baseline understanding as to whether or not you're going to proceed, yeah? Because even at this point, let's say you have a look online, you see that there's someone that you used to work with, it's the manager of the department that you're going to be working in and hell to the no, you're not working with them because you've been there done that, got the t-shirt, guess what? You just saved yourself from applying for that position, um, remember that not all hiring managers are listed on the job application, so it's always it always pays to do your homework. Okay, so LinkedIn is a good strategy for you to utilize, and other social media. So from here, you've got all your research. Now you might want to just jot a few lines down about who you are. Um, what you offer just that kind of introductory pitch because the next step is usually the hardest step and it's really funny because we all are hooked on our phones day to day but I don't know about you but when I have to phone a potential manager I'm like sitting here at home thinking they can see me so I'm fully dressed in a suit no I'm kidding but you know you get my vibe it's that whole you want to give a good first impression you want to come across articulate you want to make sure that you say the right things um, I can tell you from being a manager on the other end of the phone, all that stuff doesn't really matter. Like, of course, put your best self forward, but, um, usually you're calling at a time that's, um, dare I say inconvenient because every time in nursing is inconvenient. Um, don't call at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's usually when most meetings are happening. So, you know, call a bit later in the day, morning, late morning or early afternoon, and be prepared with your little elevator pitch, do you know, who you are, what you're offering, what you're looking for, tell them that you're interested in the role of X within the department, and then ask them if they can tell you a little bit about the role. And here, do you know, you're going to get an indication of the manager, the the hiring manager, um what they stand for, who they are, how they talk to you, what's the tone, um are they open and willing to share And I had an interaction, actually, um, whereby I called about a role that I wasn't overly keen on, but I called about it anyway just to get some insight. And the person that picked up the phone was lovely. And she spent 45 minutes on the phone telling me how great this place was to work. She told me about all of the different uh, initiatives that were were going on there, the quality, the safety, the team, uh, the work conditions, the culture she just offloaded. Now, how do I have gone ahead with applying for that role? I was laughing. I had all the inside gossip and information so that I could tweak my application to suit the position. So calling really does make a huge difference. Now, why do people get scared calling? Because they're worried they're going to say the wrong thing. They're worried they don't know what to say. Sometimes nurse managers have called and it's been the opposite. You know, they'll say something like, well, have you read the position description? Oh my goodness. Well, of course. Yes, I have read it. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just wanted to learn a little bit more about the role. So sometimes you will face that. You'll face those individuals that are going to throw a bit of a roadblock. Um, some of them may do it as a test, unfortunately, and that sucks. Um, but most people will be lovely. And I really encourage you to, to do that. So I'm asking them, tell me more about the role. I'm really interested in it. Hopefully they divulge some information and from that other questions may arise. But I always, kind of like an interview prep, go in there with your um, questions about the role because you've done your research. So there are going to be things that come up for you. Uh, depending on where you're going to be working, what level of role you might be in. This is not just for grads. This is everybody. If you're going for a nurse manager role, call them and ask them more about the challenges. Because the last thing you want to do is submit an application, get a job, get in there, and it's a bloody dog's bollocks. Um, Excuse my French. And there's not a lot of Hope or there's so much work that you need to do that you weren't aware of, and had you have known that, you wouldn't have applied because you've got three kids at home and two dogs and blah blah blah. So set yourself up for success. In that conversation with the manager, to know some of the questions that I tend to always ask relate around the the hard sticky stuff, and that's, um, to know what is the culture like. Can you describe to me the culture? You've kind of got to be a little diplomatic. Like, you know, you could say something like, Oh, the role sounds really great. Can you describe to me the team culture? Um, or you could even ask them something along the lines of um, Are you willing to share what the, the latest, you know, uh, staff culture survey results were? Or what are the kind of key areas that you're focusing on within uh, the team to develop culture? So you're framing them so they're not kind of like, well, I want to know if this is a crap place to work Um, and you're not getting their guard up. Uh, Obviously, you've got to kind of employ that emotional intelligence and kind of read the individual over the phone to see if that's going to land well. Most times it will, but you might get a bad egg. So just be cautious. Um, Other questions I like to ask are things around, you know, what would you say are the biggest challenges in the role? That helps you in your application writing, because if they say, oh, well, look, Liam, we have a huge issue with medication errors uh, from a medical perspective. Great. I have developed, I've already done a project in that. And I'm not making that up, you know, maybe you haven't, so you can't use that. But if you have, you can use your experience and you can target it to the role. Now, this is where lots of people are missing out by not calling the manager or the recruiter you're not getting the insights. So your application, even if you've done the best application in the world, by the time it hits the desk, there might be somebody on top of the pile that has done their homework and they've called and they've left that impression. So I highly recommend calling. Um, did I say that I recommend calling? <laughs> you're going to be fed up of that. And um, what else might I ask? I might ask them specifics about the role, time, start times, Um, You know, you don't want to start a job whereby you think that it's an eight o'clock start and you're like, yes, I get a line for the first time in my nursing career, but it's actually still a seven o'clock start and you're devastated. Um, Other questions might be around overtime. What's the expectation around overtime? Of course, no one should ever expect you to work overtime, but you know where I'm coming from with that. Sometimes we can be kind of manipulated or forced into or subconsciously forced into taking extra shifts and overtime. Um, and what what kind of opportunities are available for professional development? Remember, um, as much as we all like to think that we are you know, the best and amazing, which you all are, we're all replaceable. Um, that's not me being a Debbie diner; It's the reality of life. Um, and we want to make sure that we're going to get something out of the workplace. Now, you'll usually get some typical... Crappy and I'm guilty of this as well, you know, where the manager might say, Oh yeah, we've got internal learning development programs um and you'll be well supported, you know. Well, can you tell me specifically what that looks like? Dig deeper. Um really ask them for detailed responses. Um, try and unpack that a bit further because if you're somebody for example that's maybe been out of practice for a little while or you are going into a new specialty area and you're so excited but you're thinking oh my goodness if on day one they're putting me with a ventilator in ICU which by the way um, you might think I'm kidding can sometimes happen depending on staffing um, you want to make sure that you're going to be supported and and there's nothing worse than getting into a job and the onboarding is not great Uh, so that's another question what is what does the onboarding look like Uh, how will I be transitioned into this role what are the stop points uh, whereby you and I as a manager will meet Uh, it might sound a little bit too much but if you're not looking for investment then don't ask the questions but most people want to know that their employer is going to see them see their potential and help them grow and develop so those are the kind of key, I think there's four or five tips there around what I would do um, before I apply for a role. Now, all of that is not a wasted. Um, if you apply, for, if you don't apply for the role, let's use this situation. If you don't apply for the role, guess what? You've got inside information about that organization and any other role that comes up there, um, maybe you're going to steer away from. Or you might give them the benefit of the doubt and call the next manager and see if the culture is better within different departments, which it may well be. Um, but you've saved yourself two days of CV writing selection criteria interview prep. Or even longer, if you've got to the point where you actually get offered the job and you start it and you hate it, That's that's the worst situation to be in. The opposite of that is that you love what you hear and they sound like your dream team, dream job and you're super excited, great. Now you're armed with all that information. We start our CV, cover letter selection criteria prep and you're taking that um, information, embedding it and interweaving it through the application so that you're speaking to the employer and then even better, you've called them so hopefully they remember when you drop it on their desk Um, I'm talking as if we still do that but you know what I mean Um, and then even better when you get to interview you've you've got inside scoop on the key problem areas so all of your examples can then be tailored specifically to the job you're not stab it's not a stab in the dark you know what the problems are so when they ask you a question you are armed and ready with the response that suits their needs. And when you walk out of that interview, they're like, oh my goodness, do they know the ward? Like, how do they know all of this? It's really quite impressive. And it's very strategic. And you know, why not? Everybody else is hopefully gonna do it. The reality is in nursing most people don't. Um we've had people that apply for jobs. Uh we've had you know hundreds of people apply for jobs and no one calls. Uh, it does set you apart from the crowd, so go for it. If the number's there, give them a call. So I hope that's been valuable. Um, As always, I will see you next time. Please like, review, share, subscribe. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. Open to all levels of feedback here at High Performance Nursing um, to help this be a better experience for you. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you could leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen. Please feel free to tag us on social media and make sure you share it with your nursing peers so they don't miss out on all this goodness. Until next time, my high-performance friends, stay forever curious.